You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. We all love a good sci-fi film, especially ones that show us some dystopian future about a surveillance state where the government monitors their citizens' every move. We eagerly follow the story and enjoy the protagonist's quest to restore privacy and freedom of speech and bring down the centralized powers. And we're comforted by the fact that it's just a film that could never happen here our freedoms are secure. But one look at history shows us that sudden and complete loss of freedom is actually a very real threat. The construction of the Berlin Wall in 1961 separated East Berlin from West Berlin overnight, resulting in the immediate loss of freedom for over a million people, including freedom of travel, speech, assembly, association, and economic freedom. Those trapped in East Berlin had to endure this situation for 28 years. The Iranian Revolution in 1979 led to the establishment of an Islamic Republic and a rapid change in societal norms and personal freedoms. All within a single year, women in particular lost many of their rights. In Hong Kong in 2020, China imposed the National Security Law, which granted authorities broad powers to crack down on dissent. The law had an immediate chilling effect on freedom of speech and political expression, resulting in the arrest of pro-democracy activists, the disbandment of political opposition parties, and the closure of many independent media outlets. If they can arrest us for holding up a blank piece of paper, they can arrest us for anything at all. The loss of freedom may also be happening where you are, but much like a frog in boiling water, you may not notice it. Massive technological shifts over the past few decades have improved society in all kinds of ways. But this new digital landscape has also granted governments and corporations unprecedented abilities to surveil individuals. We're monitored both online and offline through CCTV cameras, biometric identification systems, data tracking software. Our personal data is collected and analyzed to create detailed profiles of our behavior and preferences, which is is used to manipulate our choices and decisions. Governments go so far as to mandate the installation of spyware on citizens' devices to monitor their communications and online activities. When people feel that they're being watched or monitored, they're less likely to express their opinions or engage in activism. Without private communication, agitation and pushback against authoritarianism becomes impossible out of fear of reprisal. As privacy advocate Juan Angel said, life in the the panopticon of absolute digital surveillance forces humans to become shells of themselves, subjects who self-censor their own thoughts, behaviors, and expressions, even in private interactions. The internet, originally viewed as an instrument of liberation, now has omnipresent tracking weaved into its every corner, and is fast evolving into the most potent enabler of totalitarianism that we've ever seen. It's essential that we safeguard our privacy in this digital world, because it's crucial for preserving an open society. And yet, many people either don't seem to notice the erosion of their privacy, or 
they don't care. And that's because surveillance and censorship are often sold to us as essential tools for safeguarding our own well-being, necessary for protecting liberal values and ensuring that those in power can effectively catch the bad guys. Many people are often eager to demonstrate their moral purity, so they champion this noble cause and proudly proclaim that they have nothing to hide. Such grandstanding blindly misses the fact that billions of people around the world do not enjoy the same rights, and surveillance and censorship are responsible for undermining their freedom and safety every day. The very privacy tools that are often criticized in the West for enabling criminal activity are crucial for individuals living under oppressive regimes. Compliance with the surveillance state is a luxury afforded only to those who are privileged enough to be shielded from the oppressive effects of this surveillance. And even if you are lucky enough to live in a country with relatively high human freedom, Freedom, your rights may not be as secure as you believe. You are not immune to future political changes. The preservation of your individual rights is contingent upon your ability to question authority and challenge prevailing narratives. And privacy is crucial for this. But privacy isn't just about safeguarding against the potential rise of totalitarianism or some catastrophic event that may or may not occur in our future. It's also essential for protecting ourselves from very real and constant threats in our present. We give away personal information without a second thought to every company, doctor's office, and online retailer, but they don't keep our information safe. A new data breach occurs every second, revealing sensitive personal information that can have a devastating effect on our reputation and also financial well-being. Malicious actors routinely use this sensitive data for identity theft and financially ruin millions of people every year. Then there's the real-time location data that's perpetually ingested about us by all kinds of services that we interact with. Cell providers are just one collector of this data, and they have a long history of selling it to basically anyone. If you've ever had a stalker, jilted ex-lover, or ruthless rival, you'll understand all too well why this is alarming. But people unexpectedly become targets every day. Perhaps you said something years ago online that suddenly resurfaced or perhaps you've attracted attention because of a desirable social media handle. Only when it's too late do most people realize how easy it is for someone to find their home address on the internet, and now the safety of their family is at risk. There's also a more subtle danger that comes along with the lack of privacy, which many people miss. Consider that our daily activities are rapidly and increasingly transitioning into the digital world. Our interests, purchase histories, political affiliations, and activism are indiscriminately collected at all times. What is this data used for? Most obviously, it's used by advertising and data broker companies to build comprehensive profiles of our preferences, habits, and beliefs. They either profit directly from this data or sell it to others. It's a common instinct for most people to think that this data is harmless. Why does it matter if a company knows my favorite color and wants to sell me a better pair of shoes? But this data isn't just used to target our consumer choices. It's also used to target us with content that will influence our opinions and get us to think in a particular way, or to hate certain groups of people because we think that they're hating us. This data is being used by countless entities right now 
all around you as a tool for manipulation. It's used to serve all kinds of hidden agendas, and most people remain unaware that it's going on. The more privacy leakage we permit in our lives, the more susceptible we become to manipulation and control. And this data doesn't just stay with private companies, it's siphoned up by governments all over the world who also use it as a tool for manipulation. Even if you trust your government not to misuse this data, and trust that there will be no rogue employees in your government, a future government might not behave the same way. Regimes come and go, but this data is forever. It can be picked over at any time in the future, and we have no idea who might get access to it. There's also little to no oversight or accountability about how the mass data being collected is actually utilized by governments. Snowden points out in his book Permanent Record that this system of near-universal Universal surveillance was set up not just without our consent, but in a way that deliberately hid every aspect of its programs from our knowledge. At every step, the changing procedures and their consequences were kept from everyone, including most lawmakers. As well-known thought leader Naval Ravikant stated, if you allow secret information, secret police, and secret courts, you will eventually be ruled by a secret government. And this is a reality that we're getting dangerously close to. The current narrative pushed on us by those who would have us sacrifice our privacy is that privacy and security are at odds with each other. The opposite is true. A world without privacy is less secure. When journalists, whistleblowers, and activists cannot communicate without government surveillance and share information with the public that is vital for holding our governments accountable, we are less secure. When we can't openly express ourselves because we know we're perpetually monitored and we feel reprisal for thoughts that go against accepted mainstream dogma, our future as an open society is less secure. When we can't keep our personal information private and instead must hand it over to countless entities who are unable to protect that information, our reputation and financial well-being is less secure. Surveillance is an instrument of power wielded by every totalitarian regime that has ever existed. Think of the precedents that we're setting for future generations with our current attitudes. If we normalize a lack of privacy, we risk creating a future society that resembles the dystopian surveillance from the most terrifying sci-fi films. I want everyone to remember why they need us. Snowden once said, it is in a dark way psychologically reassuring to say, oh, everything is monitored and there's nothing I can do. I shouldn't bother. The problem is that it's not true. The erosion of privacy is not inevitable, and we must fight in order to protect it. We can make better choices in our lives that safeguard our privacy. We can push back against those who would take our privacy from us. But most importantly, we must start to care, to change the complacent culture around privacy. We must do this for our future, because the stakes are too high. The future's not set. There's no fit but what we make for ourselves. MBTV is funded by community support. If you're struggling financially, please don't donate. But if you wouldn't miss the price of a cup of coffee and want to help make these free educational videos possible, please visit nbtv.media support. We also have an ebook on sale that also supports our channel. And sharing our content is also super appreciated. Thank you so much for keeping this channel going and for watching through till the end.
That was a powerful video. Watching Naomi's YouTube channel? No, just watching live through her webcam. This video hasn't actually been released yet. She's worked really hard on this piece. You're getting real attached to her, ain't you? Yeah, I guess I am. It's hard not to after listening to her every day. She's passionate about her work and she genuinely cares about making a difference. Oh, she just reposted something from WikiLeaks. Better shadow bound that. Ah, oh, good catch. She's lucky to have us. Freedom of slavery, ignorance is strength. I'm a Bitcoin fan and I'm scaring